We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For them to come out and be playing at mid-season form, now I know it's the first preseason game, but that's what makes it so special. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to One on One, a KC Sports Network podcast. I am your co-host, Mike DeVito, here with Big Jeff Allen, and we are bringing you all things Chiefs football from a player's perspective. Jeff, first preseason game out of the way. We're that much closer to the regular season. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about this time of year in training camp. But before we get into all of that, Cookie Society, man, break it down. What do we got? I know we've talked about it. Listen, listen, we're still in in the month of August, so – Everything's about the kids and getting back to school and, and making sure yeah. we're supporting those teachers. Yeah. But besides that, you know, we got some really good flavors. We got Dunkaroos, peanut butter and jelly, lemon mm. sugar, cookie butter. The list goes on. Check us out at cookiesociety.com. We ship nationwide. Yep. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Cookie Society. Get the merch. Content, get the merch. Get the All merch. that good stuff. Make sure you check us out. And Jeff, real quick, remind us again, what is the. Um... Um, the thing for the school teachers? Yeah, so we're, we're doing a, you know, buy a two-pack, give a teacher free two cookies, you know. Okay. You buy two cookies, we give away two free cookies to any administrator, any teacher, any educator. All they have to do is come into our store, show their ID, and we give them cookies. Beautiful. I will tweet that link out with the episode today. Yeah. Um, so make sure to get those cookies. We know our cookies, boy. Check them out. Cookiesighted.com. All right, Big Jeff. First preseason game's done. A uh, lot to talk about there. Um, it just, I mean, played out the way I, th- I think we yeah. thought it would, but it's still impressive. We'll talk about that. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about, uh, this time of year for a player during training camp, because honestly, I thought this, the, this five days, five or six days, usually after the first preseason game, going into the second preseason game was hands down the hardest time of the year. 
yeah. right? Because you, you get in at the beginning of, or the end of July, beginning of August, you get into training camp and you get rolling, you have the workup days and then you're, then you're going right. Then you're on the schedule uh, and it's just training camp, right? You get into what I used to call zombie mode. You just kind of, you know, same thing every day. Let's go. Um, but what happens with that first preseason game is now you get a 10, 10, 10 practice. Then you get a day off. Then you travel. Then you, you know, you're staying in the hotel. You're getting good food. You see your family. You play a game. You're traveling back. You have another day off. And then all of a sudden, whatever it is, Sunday night, Monday, that day after the game, you realize, oh, damn, I got to travel back up to St. Joe's because we got curfew at what, 9 o'clock tonight. Yeah. Oh, that – I mean, that's, did you feel the same way? Because I was like, no, we have to go yeah, back. Like, you have to start a, the mindset again, the training camp mindset. That's a really tough transition, going from being in camp, all out, full go mode. You play a game, and then you get that mini break. I think it's basically a day and a half. You got the yeah. after the game, and then you got one day off. Um, right. And it's just tough because you get some good food. You're sleeping back in your king-size bed. Yeah, um, <laughs> You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You're like, I'm almost there, and then – Boom! Right back to camp. Right back to St. Joe in the dorms. And you got, what, I think they maybe have about, what, about 12 more days of camp? I don't know. Yeah, about five more days. So usually camp you, camp officially breaks where you at least stay in Kansas City after yeah. that second preseason game. Yeah, and so, so this is the last week in St. Joseph. Late, we'll and that, and the final week will be in Kansas City. So Final week in KC. Uh, Andy Reid does it like we'll, we'll we'll talk about it, but that's like a regular game week, amped up a little bit. But this this time was terrible, and I and as a player, I I always hated it when the preseason schedule came out and there was a long gap between the first preseason game and second preseason game. Yeah, right. You got some teams used to drive me nuts. Some teams would have their first preseason game and then like three or four days later have the next one, and then they'd be at those guys be at a camp. But then there were some years where there'd be six or seven days in between. And, and the short block was between the second and third preseason game. Yeah. That was – I couldn't stand that because the more days that are between the first preseason game and the second preseason game mean the more days you're up at St. Joe, the more days you're doing camp. Uh, and so this time of year, just – I and I also remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that first day back – after the first preseason game in pads, yeah, usually yeah. was a shit show. It is. Because, because it's just, it's, you're nobody, like. No, it's human nature. Nobody, everyone's waking up. Nobody right. really wants to be there. They're kind of slumped. They're like, ah, oh, man, we're back at it. But then once you get get going, the second half of practice, everyone wakes up and everyone gets to it. Um, yeah. That's that's tough, man. It, it, the human mindset. I mean, you right. got to, you have to push yourself. and You got to make sure that. You're kind of forgetting about those luxuries back home, those things that you were doing right. for the day prior and just get back to work. You know, this was one thing that helped me as a rookie because um, Eric Mangini and that, you know, back in 2007, there the rules weren't anything like they were now. And you just didn't even – we'd go to the game and come back to the dorms. I mean, as a rookie, you couldn't do anything. You never had a day off. Mm -hmm. So, like, that was actually, in a sense, easier because my mindset was just, oh, I'm just miserable all the time. I mean, this is what – this is no – there's no taste of the – like you said, the light at the end of the tunnel. So, uh, you know, I always hated it being at camp and watching commentators talk about – especially retired guys talk about, oh, you know, I'm on the lake or I'm relaxing and, and, mm -hmm. and they're, they're back there. But now I'm finally uh, – in those shoes where I can say, Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm good now. I'm good, good now. I can, good, I can go to good the luck. beach. Yeah. Good there's luck. a lot of, there's a lot of guys out here in, in Frisco. I still see a lot of guys training because I'm in the gym still a little bit, not doing what they're doing, but 
I'm yeah. in there and I see them and you just see the guys before camp and just the whole demeanor, their whole demeanor changes. It's just like, oh, man, you look like the saddest human being in life. Like you're going off to prison or something. Like, dude, it's going to be okay. It's gonna, I've been there, man. Don't worry about it. But I'm like, I understand, man. Good luck, good luck to you. It's a, it's a grind. It's it really so true. is. It really is a grind. And, and just not just the physical grind, the mental grind. I've we'll oh. get into it later in the episode on like actually fighting for your life and your job. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's a grind. So I, mentally, it, it takes a lot, a lot of, um, I guess, perseverance. It is, it is funny. I, it's interesting that you get to see that in real time because I remember what it's like. But I'm up, you know, I haven't seen really any players. I'm up here in Northern Maine, so I haven't seen any guys going back. But I remember, and I, and like I've said before, I always laugh when I hop on Twitter or Facebook and you see the guys so excited to be back at camp with the guys. <laughs> no, like, you're, no, not. You no you're not. not. No, you're you not. Definitely are not. The true, oh. the true, they're true professionals. They appreciate camp and they know what it's for. Right. But right. there's, I think, I, I can count on one hand the number of guys that I've played with that actually love training camp. Now, we all love football, but training right. camp is just. It, it's supposed it's to be hard. It's, the, it's supposed to be hard. It's to test you. It, and in some sense, some coaches and organizations, they try to, you know, break your will just to make sure they get the right 53 guys. Exactly. A, sort of a military mindset. Yeah. yeah. I've been through those camps. I know you have too. Mm -hmm. um, all right, brother, let's transition to first preseason game. Now I want to, I want to highlight something right, right off the jump. So it was, I think minus a few little things, it was typical crisp Kansas city football. Yeah. But what's, what's really impressive about this. Again, we talked about how this is probably the most important training camp of the of Andy Reid's era, given how young the team is. For them to come out and be playing at midseason form, now I know it's the first preseason game, but that's what makes it so special. For them to come out and be playing in, in midseason form on week one, week preseason, week one, with a very young group, um, it's just it's just really a special special thing to see, and and yeah. it's just it's just a continuation of you know Andy Reid doesn't have to change the philosophy. This is something that. You, you know, as soon as you walk into that building, that the system is set up for you to win. And all and if you get guys that buy in and you get good leadership, which they've always had, it doesn't matter how the youth of the team, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. how many how many preseason week one games have you been a part of? And I've been a part of a lot of good teams where week one just sucked across the board. Everybody, yeah. starters sucked. Yeah. It was just like everybody just kind of threw it, you know, throw it in, get out there, get it over with and. Uh, you get a talking to the next day because, like, come on, guys, you got to pick it up, you know. But I, it's never the case. I think it speaks volumes, like you said, to the organization, the leadership. Um, Andy Reid, of course, it starts with him, but yeah. Patrick Mahomes. And I think one of the things that I was excited to see was what would this offense look like without Tyreek Hill? Yeah. And I know Patrick, he's ultra competitive. He may not come out and say it um, because of political reasons, but right. he wants to go out there and show that, like, Tyreek is a great player, but this offense is going to be great no matter who's in it. Right. And I'm at the helm of it, and I'm going to spread this thing out. And not, he went six for seven that first drive and hit six different targets. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And he said it. He said it's going to be tough to game plan against us because you don't know where it's coming from now. Exactly. But, um, and and look, it looked unbelievable to see it. They have a ton of playmakers, and I, like I said, this wide receiver group it complements each other so well. These right. guys possess different skills. They do different things. They all play their role, and it's going to be fun to see. It's, it reminds me of 
the Tom Brady, the teams that Tom Brady had, you know, you have the Wes Welkers and the Julian Edelman's and the Danny mm -hmm. Amendola's. And it was just like, you know, nobody that by themselves, still a very good player, but nobody that you'd be like, oh, you know, oh. here's the Randy Moss that we have to worry about. But when you get, you know, when you get somebody, when you get a, a setup like that, where you, like you're saying, you, it's deceptive. It's hard to game plan for because there's so many things that could open up now, so many targets. Whereas when you show up and you got Tyreek Hill and you got Kels, it's like, okay, there are two guys, right? Well, Those well, are our guys. Well, the number one indicator of a good offense is how efficient they are on third down. Right. And before, like last year, we were good on third down, but it was always Travis Kelsey. Right, right. I, I mean, Tyreek would get there, get it on them, but it was the Travis Kelsey show on third down. Right. Now I feel like there's a ton of guys, that possession-type guys, that can that can convert those third down plays. I mean, we saw on the scramble when he threw it to MSV. Right. Yeah, MVS. I'm sorry. I keep getting that. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I mean, no, we know. When he got it to him. It's like these guys. These guys are going to find a way to get open, and they're going to catch right. contested footballs, uh, and because of their big bodies. So I'm, I'm right. excited to see that too. I was listening to Mike Tannenbaum talk about the offense, and he made some really interesting points. And he, he, and I've heard other people say this too, but he, he says, you know, Mahomes this year is going from a shooting guard to a point guard now. Yeah. Right. And so he said you might see, um, you know, average yards per play go down, but he said you're going to see completions go up and go up a ton. He said, and and really, just for the reasons you said, right? I mean, you now you have so many different targets, you can do so many different things. So well, you might not have that deep bomb all the time with uh, with Tyreek Hill, and and I and he was also talking about how they uh, were talking to Mahomes, and Mahomes was saying he used to he used to if they called the play, he wouldn't even really if he saw that Tyreek had a good matchup, he's he wouldn't even him. he's going to him. He don't even yeah. care what's going. On. Now he's dialed back into the entire offense right and what's going on everywhere on the field that that could be hell i mean there is this sort of weird almost paradox that yeah. the loss of tyreek hill may make it's, the chiefs offense more dangerous it's going to diversify the offense um because last year we saw um, tyreek is obviously a hall of fame player right. uh, but teams were playing too high they were kind of taking away the, his special gifts and his abilities by getting deep by double teaming them by keeping the safety right. over the top and Early in the year, we didn't really have a game plan for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I remember that. Have, I remember that. A, exactly, we were struggling, um, and we figured it out. Now, that's what made it easier to let Tyreek go in the offseason. Like, okay, yeah, we'll be good, but his special gifts were taken away last year defensively by Steve. Right. Right. Let's go ahead and get some guys in here. Don't pay them all this money. Get some guys in here that can, you know, do well enough um, because we got Patrick Mahomes. Right. That's exactly right. I'm I'm curious to get your thoughts. I was when I was thinking about this point from an offensive line perspective. I feel like like again, I think about the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Mannings and the kind of offenses that they played a part of. And, you know, one year Tom or there was a few years that Tom Brady had Randy Moss, but outside of that, you know, it, same thing with Peyton Manning, a lot of a lot of the setup very similar to the way Kansas City set up. Yep. And you couldn't sack those guys. And and they could have Nobody up front. I mean, I played some Pete Manning teams that went to the Super Bowl that were just awful on the offensive line. Awful. But it didn't matter because stuff was coming out so fast mm -hmm. that I remember even game planning for those games. The coaches said, look, a lot of this has got to be just get your hands up because yep. he's, get, he's getting the ball out in two seconds. So from an offensive line perspective, I'm not saying that, that this Kansas City Chiefs team is going to be exactly like that. But certainly things are going to be coming out quicker, right? When you're blocking yeah. up front for Tyreek Hill to get, get down the field as fast as he is, that's still a lot on the protection. Yeah. Now, 
you know, it's uh, going it's, quick. It's, te- it's definitely going to be more quick game. And we have guys yeah. that can get separation fast. I mean, right. um, we saw Sky Moore. Um, he converted yeah. a third down. I think um, Chad Henney may have been the quarterback. I'm not sure. Um, but outside of that, when he was when the ball wasn't coming to him, he was getting open. Mm-hmm. Um, go look at the All-22 film and look at him, you know, blowing past some DBs. So I'm excited to see him in the open field. Um, and then the big surprise for me, I was thinking about another Justin this offseason that we drafted from Clemson. Not right. drafted, we got him, and, and um, he's a rookie free agent. Right. But we got Watson now. Justin Watson, he looked freaking amazing. I think mm-hmm. he's going to make the team. He's going to be that fifth receiver, and he has speed, man. He can get down the field, and he made a beautiful touchdown catch in the preseason as well. And now along those lines, I saw you tweet out that it, it probably wasn't a good thing that Josh Gordon didn't play, obviously. Yeah, it was not. No, it definitely yeah. wasn't a good thing. That's one of those. I've been rooting for Josh um, his entire career. Um, so just from a mental aspect, what he's gone through and the things that he's had to persevere through, some of them he'll admit was, you know, on his part. Um, but you got to root for a guy that continues to work hard, remain humble, um, and try to, you know, give his, his absolute best. But him not playing um, is just – it shows that the coaches don't want to get him hurt for, for different reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause a guy get hurt, then you got an injury settlement. That's uh, a I good point. I don't, that's just from the business side of things. Um, yeah. Just that's a good him, point. He didn't get on the field to the second half. That's, that's usually a guy at the bottom of the roster and I'm um, looking at camp this week, seeing the lineup that they have. He doesn't look to be that t- in the top five receivers right now. Isn't that amazing that Josh Gordon, that is, is in the top. That is, that is great. <laughs> but it just tells you, how competitive this league is and, you know, yeah. you, have, you have to, you know, appreciate it while you're in it because right. it's, it's a constant battle and a grind every single day and you're competing, you know, to win a job. And, and, and I think Josh still is a good football player. It just, just may not be a good fit for him. So I'm hoping yeah. he gets another opportunity if it doesn't work out here. Um, but that's just how it goes, man. That, that is the National Football League. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, sorry to interrupt. I got to tell you about one of today's sponsors, and that is Dave. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now Dave can help you get in and out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can give you up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on your bills. Trust me, you need it in this economy. You can finally tackle those expenses that you've been stressing out and, and without any huge hangups, and, and that's great. There's no interest, no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get their financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Here's what you got to do 
got to go download the Dave app from the App Store right now. App Store of your choice. It's everywhere. Use promo code KC Sports when you go download that app. That's D A V E. Sign up for an extra cash count and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. This podcast is also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Listen, me personally, I'm not that big of a coffee drinker, but if I do drink coffee, when I do drink coffee, because it does happen... I want it to be the finest beans, the finest source coffee, because I don't want to drink any crap. And th- at Trade Coffee, they're incredible. They connect customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. There's one in Topeka that I've had. It's absolutely incredible. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns, and Trade Customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. So if you love to help out small businesses, you're going into trade. Trade helps out these small businesses by getting you guys into contact. And I know, especially in this economy, you want to help out these small businesses as, as much as you can. And Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses, farmers who pay their prices to sustainably source their beans. And whenever your friends call you a coffee snob, or you just know that when coffee tastes really perfect, that's Trade's real expert coffee experts. They've got these over 450 experts and 450 roasts that they know exactly what to recommend for you. Because the truth is, what I like in my coffee is not the same what you guys like in your coffee. That's why they got the quiz to to directly cater uh, to what you like, to what you want in your coffee, and they will match you with the perfectly the perfectly tailored coffee for you. And Trade delivers a bag of freshly roasted coffee as whole beans or grounds. You get to choose that. Personally, I like to grind my own stuff. So I like to get the, the whole beans. It tastes fresher. French press that stuff. It's delicious. You know, however you want to brew it, you can brew it however you want it. They'll get you the coffee. Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than over 750,000 positive reviews. That's incredible. Can't get that many people to agree on anything this year. Any, in, in any time. But right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off their first order plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com slash KCSN, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash KCSN and let Trade find a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash KCSN for $30 off. Now let's get back to the show. Let's quickly talk on the defense I, there's one guy i want to talk about that's carl Lofkis. and yeah. he he had we talk everybody talks about his motor um his coachability you see him every every day that there's a uh, kcsn sort of video on twitter covering uh, uh training camp you see him outside doing extra stuff with the guys uh after practice and i watching him play i mean you look at what tj watt has you look at what the bosa brothers have you look at what uh, uh, the other Watt, obviously. What's his name? You're, better... just naming, you're just naming all white DNs right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so funny you said that. It's so funny you said that because I was thinking at this point. I'm Ryan thinking, Kerrigan. Yeah, that's. <laughs> just keep going, man. Name them all. <laughs> uh. Oh, man, it's so funny you said that because I was thinking of that exact thing, and I said, 
I can't say that. That's so I, I'll, I, I'll, I'll get in trouble. Man. I'll <laughs> say it, man. <laughs> yeah, but that mold, right? Not necessarily. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that skin color, but that mold. That mold. Uh, high motor. Just, high motor, man. Yeah. And and so I don't see any reason why he can't be in that discussion. And and again, I know it's early, but you know, high motor is one of those things you can't teach. He really has that. And and I think I had made this point before, but when I was out in KC, the coaches had done a breakdown of all the sacks one year. I think it was 2013 or 14. And one of these things they said was, look, a lot of times, 90% of the time, some high percentage, this isn't about hitting some really smooth move, uh, you know, right off the jump and getting free. It's just about being relentless. Yeah. I mean, just getting after it. And when you, when that's a natural thing, like, like Carl Ofkis has, I don't see why he can't be in that group of uh, defensive ends that, you know, he just he, has that same look. He should be in, in his play style and the way that he plays. He's going to be a beneficiary of Chris Jones. Chris mm, pushes the pocket really that's, well. That's and a, a guy team. with a high motor, he's going to fall into a lot of sacks. Not to say that he's not going to get them on his own because right. he looks like he can, right. but he's also going to benefit from having an all-pro, once-in-a-lifetime defensive tackle pushing the pocket. So he's going to make the quarterback – you know, kind of flush the pocket, and he's going to finish the play. You saw him chasing, chasing Justin Fields. That's right. a super athletic quarterback, and he he made it look pretty easy. Easy, and you're right. And then you got Frank Clark on the other side yeah. pushing things to him as well. So, um, yeah, I, I and again, we talked about this last week. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about the X and his nose and things like that. Having fun, getting out there and playing defense fast, and then just looking at the individual talent. I think that was one thing worth highlighting on defense. Um, so, yeah, a crisp – First game, that's over. We're back yeah, in the week. What, we, we missed Willie Gay. I know it was a short series. Chris yeah. Jones did his thing, but Willie Gay was flying around. Right. And he looks like he's in, in midseason form, and he may be a pro bowler this year. Isn't I'm going to say it first. This guy, he looks awesome. It's so impressive that these guys are playing at this high of a level this early, and we talked about it a million times, how this off season, you know, the offseason and training camp is so truncated given, you know, compared to what it used to be. That, that these guys are going out there and playing so well again yeah. speaks to the character and the type of guys in that locker room. This is here's an interesting story. Uh, I didn't even realize this. I don't know if you knew this, Jeff, but the first two weeks of the off season, right? So when the guys showed up in April, mm-hmm. Andy Reid told uh, Mahomes and the uh, skill crew to stay, stay in down Texas. in Texas. You heard about this? I didn't yeah. realize this. They stayed and, out, out here in Texas and, and did their OTA. The, I guess phase one by themselves. By themselves. Mahomes, so. so brilliant. You can't have them on the field over there. So he said, Pat Mahomes, okay, you're our leader. Work on that leadership. Get the guys down there and do your thing. And, I mean, that – again, and uh, we talk about how this young group with limited reps is coming in and playing so crisp right away. It's because of little things like that. You know, that, I mean, that's a really – I know a lot of coaches that would never trust their crew to go off and work you know, work stuff on their own for the first two weeks of training. Just too much, too much control, right? You're giving up yeah. too much control. It just, again, it just speaks to Andy Reid and his ability to lead and to be yeah. humble and to let guys be themselves, be leaders, uh, and, then, and trust them. And the guys that they have in the locker room. I mean, I've been in that locker room, and I, Travis Kelsey, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, um, yeah. they're going to hold guys to a standard um, because they are not only the best guys on the team. Travis is arguably one of the best tight ends or is the best tight end in Chiefs history to me. Right, right. I know Tony Gonzalez played there, but Travis, when it's all said and done, I think he might be the GOAT for KC. Right. Ashton Mahomes is definitely going to be the all-time Chiefs quarterback and possibly the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, depending on how it shakes out for him. 
Yeah. So when guys are that great and they're working their asses off like they haven't made the team, right? you have no choice but to listen to them. And not only listen to them, watch what they're doing. Um, so you can learn some things from those guys. I was just laughing when you said that because could you imagine if Tom Brady goes and plays 20, however many year decades he ends up playing for, and thinks, you know, you got to think nobody will beat that. And then right behind him, Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. <laughs> <There's> Patrick. You ever see those Bleacher Report, um, Gridiron cartoon things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they always yeah. get my boy Patrick on there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's great, man. All right, well, let's finish up with this. So uh, we were talking to BJ before we hopped on, and – talking about this time of year and how we're starting to, and it's even, I guess it's even more so now compared to when we were there, given uh, now that there's only three preseason games and stuff happens a lot quicker, but yeah, you know, we're starting to get the cuts. Uh, they're starting to whittle down the roster. You start to see how, you know, how the team's going to play out. You know, it's like you talked about Jeff, a tall tale sign is who gets reps, you know, and what kind of reps they get uh, during these preseason games. So, I know you. I know you remember this time of year when you're talking to guys in the locker room, and and I've had guys come up, younger guys saying, "Hey, I don't know if I'm going to make the team. Like, mm-hmm. I got, you know, I don't know. I'm looking at the numbers." And well, tell me, talk to me about your experiences because this can start to be a difficult time of year where you got to be like, I didn't like to lie to guys, but sometimes you're like, "Man, yeah, yeah man, yeah." Like 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 older guys would tell me. Thankfully, I was a second round pick, so right. I had a little bit of uh, leeway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, but what I would tell any young guy that, that would have that conversation is, listen, man, like your film's your resume. Right. And you have to go out there. And you may not make this team, but there's 31 right. other teams out there. So That's... make sure you go out there and you're putting your best foot forward because someone's evaluating you. You may not work out here because of numbers. It, it may be a guy like me that was a second-round pick or a guy in free agency that right. they've made a financial commitment to that they can't let go. It's just the numbers game at that point. Right. Um, but if you're a good football football player and you do what you need to do, someone's going to pick you up. Um, whether you get on an active roster or a practice squad, you'll have an opportunity to continue playing if you do what you need to do. So don't count the numbers. Make sure you go out there and put your best foot forward and, and just and, and ball out. And I remember my rookie year, uh, I was like, there's no way I'm going to make this team. We, we had um, a ton of vets. Uh, older guys, came, guys I could mention that people – probably remember but Kimo von Olhoppen and Bobby Hamilton and Sean Ellis we had Eric Hicks on the team all stacked locker room and I remember thinking there's you know maybe I'll make practice squad but there's no way I'll make this active roster and you know and I you know but still kept that mindset that you're talking about right every day just go out there and work right I can't can't worry about counting can't worry about who's here who's not here all I can worry about is my resume what I put on the field and I remember back then we had four different cuts I believe after every preseason game, there was a round of cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we got all the way to the last game playing Philly, and I was still on the roster, and I thought, wow, I might, I might actually have a chance to do this. And that last week, right, everybody gets cut, and I was the only undrafted rookie to make the team. That's awesome. And I remember going in, getting into the cold tub, and in there was Brandon Moore, who was a great offensive lineman, and he made the team as an undrafted yeah, he's yeah. Oh, Brandon's the bat. Uh, he was incredible. He was, he was a, a D lineman. He, he was. He came in as a D lineman, then yeah. switched to O line. Made awesome. the team as an undrafted free agent. Made the Pro Bowl. Played a decade in the league. I mean, yeah. he, and he was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and him, actually, you guys remind me a lot of each other. Now that I think about it. Um, 
but I remember going into the cold tub and seeing him in there and he said, and he said, Hey, congratulations that, you know, what you did is pretty, pretty cool. Like that's not, not easy to do. And coming from him who he had done the same thing, it just, it meant so much. And so I guess you're, you're right. I just want to echo your point that, that that's the key, right? I mean, as these young guys and, and as an older guy, what you're trying to tell them is, Hey, all you can worry about is what you can do every day. Yep. Are you getting better? Are you showing the coaches, you know, the best sort of version of yourself on that field? And, and not only these coaches, but if you're just in an impossible spot that you can't make this team, everybody else that's looking at the roster, everybody else that's calling Andy Reid to ask about you. Mm -hmm. hey, you know, Andy's going to go to bad for you if you're a good player. We've good talked character. about that. Good character. Be a good, good teammate. Um, good habits. Good character. Um, stay humble, man. Like, like my rookie year, seeing like coming into the league and seeing really good football players lose their jobs and sometimes mm. never get an opportunity to play again, that really wakes you up and you realize right. like, hey, this, don't take this for granted. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. You're going to earn it. Right. Um, but make sure every single day, no matter where you, what point you are in your career, you've never arrived. Tom exactly. Brady talks about it all the time. You've you got to earn it every single fucking day because that's right. There's so many guys that want that spot. Mm -hmm. And there's so many guys that not only want it, that deserve it, but you're that guy in that spot. So don't take it for granted. Maximum effort every single day. Uh, even those days where you don't want to do it, we, we joke about it. Right. Like, it sucks. You don't want to do it. But, like, you understand and appreciate it at the end of the day because you, you are in a, a blessed situation. And you will regret it if you don't. Yep. You will regret it. I regret so much. And I've talked about how much I regret not putting in more effort. Uh, when you get done and look at it from the but other you side, put in a ton of effort though, Mike. Like you're one of the guys that maximized your your talent. Did every you were an undrafted guy that made it in the league for damn near a decade. Yeah, um, you, you and, know what it is. That, that's unbelievable. You know, I appreciate that, Jeff. I, I I look back and there are a lot of times that I made excuses. There are a lot of times that I said, I don't need, you know, I'm with the, uh, I got to spend time with the family. That was always, yeah. I got to spend time with the family. I've been retired for six years now and I see them 365, 20, you know, 24, seven, three. I mean, there's nowhere to get away from everybody. I see them all the time yeah. um, and I love them, but like, that was always an excuse. And I look back and wonder like, damn, if I would have just sold, really sold out, I mean, I sold out to an extent, but if I really would have sold out, how much better could I have been, right? What what could I have done? Maybe I could have set my family up even better financially. Yeah. Maybe I could, you know, I, I look back at some of the plays that I had, games that I played. Maybe I wouldn't have played as poorly as I did someplace or messed up on these plays. I mean, I just, so I get the, the point I'm just saying is all, like you said, all out all the time. Don't worry about anything else. The career is so short. Like You and I spent a decade in the league and, how fast did that go by? It was a, it was a blip. It, it was okay. like it, our, my rookie year through my final season just felt like like it was over. Like I blinked my eyes. And right. I'm, I'm the old guy now. Right. <laughs> like that, it, that's exactly what happened. I would I would die to have had that perspective when I was there because I yeah. didn't realize that. It seemed like it was taken forever. Uh, and now I'm like, oh, my goodness. Such a, oh, short, such a short period of your life. I mean – and NFL, I mean, it stands for not for long. It's, it's yeah. going to be, no matter, unless you're Tom Brady, you're not yeah. going to play very long in the retrospect of your life. I'm going to be right. a young man. I'm 32 now. I'm right. about to be 33 years old, and I'm still young. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not young in football years, but there's a lot of life ahead of me. Um, and that was You're 32? 32, man. You played 10 years, and you're 32? Uh, when did dude, you start? I, was, I started at 20, dude. 
I, I, um, but I was fortunate enough to be in that position and I maximized it to the best, best of my ability. There were times just like you, where I wished I would have done things a little bit different, right. but I, I'm really proud of myself and, yeah. and the effort that I put in and, and the work that I put you in. Were those, stud. I mean, the you were sacri- stud. The sacrifices that we all make. Um, and I can truly say I never took it for granted. Um, yeah. I never took it for granted. And I was able to thankfully leave the game under my own terms. And that kind of brings me comfort and peace. I remember when I retired um, watching you play in Houston and you just buried some kid. And I just remember thinking, I thinking, thank God I retired. I was like, I'm, thank God I don't have to. Like, man, watching I, you, I was like, thank man, God I don't have to. And I watched that all the time. I just was watching a rep of um, Chris Jones, Bull Rush, Joe Thune, and, and Joe did an excellent job. But I'm like, man, that looked like, my, that looked like it hurt, man. I just remember yes. bearing down yeah. in my back. Just starts hurting, just straining. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm so oh. happy. I, I miss it, but I'm happy I'm not in camp right now. Getting that's right. Oh, Chris Jones. That, that's right. I'm with you, brother. All right, Chiefs Kingdom. This week's over. On to the week two of preseason, and we're getting ready again. Regular season right around the corner. So much more to talk about. We'll bring it to you next time. Jeff, thank you so much for being here. Love you, brother. Chiefs Kingdom, thank you for tuning in to one-on-one, and we will see you again next week. Go Chiefs. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.